0: good morning morning. morning. welcome to the lord's service to us by way of his name word and with his very body and blood as we begin a new church here with the first sunday in advent a couple of announcements this morning first of all sunday school and bible class continue Uh, join us in the lounge for refreshments uh, right after the service and then adults head off into the gym for a study entitled the saint peter option or the fellowship hall for a new member class entitled catechesis for life SUNDAY SCHOOL CHILDREN KINDERGARTEN THROUGH FIFTH GRADE BEGIN WITH AN OPENING IN THE MUSIC ROOM. SIXTH THROUGH EIGHTH GRADERS MEET IN THE SCHOOL FIFTH GRADE CLASSROOM. AND HIGH SCHOOL BIBLE CLASS MEETS IN THE SEVENTH GRADE CLASSROOM. PLEASE JOIN US IN THE CONTINUED STUDY OF GOD'S WORD. Christy SMITH, OUR THIRD GRADE TEACHER, HAS DECIDED SHE'S MOVING FORWARD IN A NEW VOCATION FROM TRINITY. AND SO SHE WILL BE RESIGNING HER CALL. And she has a letter for you that that will be at the end of the year, the um, uh, 2023. She writes, Dear Pastors, Church Council, Board of Christian Day School, Principal of and Trinity Congregation. As St. Paul writes to the Philippians, I too reflect that I thank my God in all my remembrance of you because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Today it is with a humble and heavy heart that I write to resign my position as a called teacher at Trinity Lutheran School, effective December 31st, 2023. I am deeply grateful for all that Trinity Lutheran Church and School have done for me as a teacher here for the past seven years. The pastoral and teaching staff at Trinity are absolutely the most dedicated, caring individuals I have ever been blessed to work with. Thank you to the congregation and to the families I've had the privilege of working with and serving here. I cherish all I have learned and celebrated with all of you. Thank you for your kindness, your encouragement, your generosity, your patience, wisdom, and support. You are a wonderful congregation to serve. I am thankful to have been part of this for a short while. May God continue to richly bless this church and school and its ministry of making known the love of Christ. As St. Paul professes, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And indeed, by the enduring grace of our Almighty God, this wondrously faithful staff at Trinity will continue sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with all who enter here. God's blessings to you all in his service. Christy Smith. In light of our staff changes, the Board of Christian Day School and the Board of Elders will be forming a call committees for the positions of cantor and elementary school teacher. The congregation is invited to submit names to the boards to fill these positions. So you may do that, and then these names go to the call committees, and we get information from around the country for those positions. Also, I want to say that Christy, What a faithful and caring teacher she is, and we thank her for her faithful service at Trinity. I know know she's at this service, but... We invite you today, this afternoon, to attend the Children's Christmas Service at Lutheran High School. That is at four o'clock. Join us as our children share the message of the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And this Wednesday we begin our midweek Advent services. Join us at either 8:30 a.m. or 6:30 p.m. for church. You are also invited to a soup dinner prior to the evening service at 5.30 p.m., sponsored this week by the Board of Elders. See you Wednesday. The service today is found on the panel of your bulletin. The best way to follow along is to put your bulletin in the back of your hymnal and then simply go to the page indicated on the panel. Notice the baptism is at the late service, so we go from the invocation, confession, absolution to the hymn. And also the green sheet is there with readings, notes on today's service, and a devotion for you to be used throughout the week. A blessed advent to you all. Please stand. The bells will call us to worship.
1: then confess our sins to God our Father.
3: Lord be with you you.
1: Let us pray Stir up your power O Lord and come that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sin and Saved by your mighty deliverance For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit one God now and forever
0: The Old Testament reading for the first Sunday at Advent is from Isaiah chapter 64. Oh, that you would run the heavens and come down, that the mountains might quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, and that the nations might tremble at your presence, when you did awesome things that we did not look for. You came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. From of old no one has heard or perceived by the ear. No eye has seen a God besides you who acts for those who wait for him. You meet him who joyfully works righteousness, those who remember you in your ways. Behold, you were angry and we sinned. In our sins we have been a long time, and shall we be saved? We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have made us melt in the hand of our iniquities. But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Be not so terribly angry, O Lord. Remember not iniquity forever. Behold, please look. We are all your people. This is the word of the Lord. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, righteous and having salvation. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord, we bless you. The epistle is from 1 Corinthians, chapter 1. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus, that in every way you were enriched in him, in all speech, in all knowledge, even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you. So that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Amen.
1: found a colt tied at a door outside in the street, and they untied it. Some of those standing there said to them, What are you doing untying the colt? And they told them what Jesus had said, and they let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their cloaks on the road. Others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields. And those who went before and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. This is the gospel of the Lord. of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, Lord our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. This morning I thought it would be wise for us before we get into the hustle and bustle of the season to take a few moments and consider God's insight into Advent. To help me out this morning, called upon a theologian by the name of G.K. Chesterton. He was an English writer, philosopher, Christian apologist, literary and art critic. Chesterton created what is probably the most famous fictional priest detective ever known, called Father Brown. If you haven't seen it, it's on public TV. He wrote a poem years ago entitled The Donkey. I'd like to read it to you. When fishes flew and forests walked and figs grew upon thorn, some moment when the moon was blood, then surely I was born. With monstrous head and sickening cry and ears like errant wings, the devil's walking parody on all four-footed things, the tattered outlaw of earth of ancient crooked will, Starve, scourge, deride me, I am dumb, I keep my secrets still. Fools. For I also had my hour, one far fierce hour and sweet. There was a shout about my ears and palms before my feet. Indeed, the donkey did have his moment. It was one far fierce hour and sweet. And who but our God would choose such a lowly way to enter into the city as a long-awaited promised king? Who but our God would choose to ride a donkey, a beast of burden with monstrous head and ears like errant wings? Who but our God would choose to ride a donkey on his way to save the world by being the sacrifice of the sins of all? The donkey and the ride into Jerusalem give us God's insight into Advent. But it makes sense, does it not? For Jesus our God in the flesh also came to be a burst of a beast of burden, so to speak. He came to bear the burdens of our entire race in his flesh. So what else was there for him to ride on but a donkey? Donkeys were created to do hard work. And that's what our Lord came to do, salvation work, which only he could accomplish. Such is the way of our God who was born in a cattle stall to a virgin in the little podunk city of Bethlehem. Such is the way of our God who would bring life to the world by taking the world's death into his body. Such is the way of our God He takes the humble, the lowly way. That's the donkey way of conquering. This is God's insight into Advent. And our God did not give up this humble and lowly way after he accomplished our salvation on the cross. He will not astound us with glory and power until the last day. That's when he will come to judge the living and the dead. On that day, he won't come riding on a donkey but on the clouds of heaven. But until that day, it's the donkey way. The donkey way gives us God's insight into Advent. What is this donkey way, you ask? It is water and bread and wine and words from a man's mouth. These are the donkeys that God still chooses to ride to come to us to be our servant king. Like a donkey, they look so ordinary and unimpressive. The world scoffs at such absurdities as it scoffs at a king riding on donkey to win a kingdom. The Romans must have looked at Jesus as if he were silly, out of his mind, and shook their heads. But for Christ's chosen, the way of the donkey is the way of eternal life. 2,000 years ago, Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey to save us. Today, he still comes the way of a donkey. That's why we still cry out in our liturgy each week, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. So then, what does the way of the donkey look like? We see it in a pat- when a pastor pours water over the head of a seemingly oblivious infant. We see it even more clearly when the pastor preaches that baptism is the difference between eternal life and eternal death. Oh, it seems absurd. Yet the apostle Peter proclaims, he says, baptism saves you. What does the way of the donkey look like today? A pastor speaks our Lord's words over bread and wine, which we then receive into our mouths. Oh, it seems absurd, yet Jesus himself proclaims the way of that donkey. He says if someone eats this flesh and drinks this blood, he will not die, but live forever. What does the way of the donkey look like today? People gather to hear the word week in and week out listening to pastors preach eternal truths from a book whose last words written were 2,000 years ago. Oh, it seems absurd, doesn't it? But Jesus himself proclaims the way. He says preaching brings someone not only into repentance, but even to the forgiveness of sins. And where there is forgiveness of sins, there is life and salvation. That's God's insight into Advent. That's the donkey's way of coming from which the church to this day lives, moves, and has its very being. The world mocks at us that we, the church, can exist from such silly business. And more than one voice, even from within the church, has called the church to give up such donkey business. They say that the church needs something more impressive. But we, inside of the church, the baptized, know God's way. For we know who the donkey was carrying into Jerusalem that fateful day. We also know what he was coming to do. Jesus did not come to battle and crush our earthly foes. No, he came to battle and triumph over sin, death, and hell itself. He was riding to be the sacrifice for all times and for all peoples who would but trust what he came to do. I think it's more than irony that every donkey's back is marked with a black cross. And so we delight in the donkeys that Christ continues to use. Christ's word comes riding into our lives attached to living water, claiming us to be his children. That such a water and word give us the promise of eternal life. That's God's insight into Advent. That's donkey business. Bread and wine become Jesus' very body and blood. He gives them to us to eat and to drink so that our sins are forgiven and we are brought into communion with him, into his endless life. That's God's insight into Advent. That's the donkey way of conquering. Words of sinful and foolish men are the words of life itself, because they are Christ's words, and that is no surprise to us. For that's God's insight into Advent. That is donkey business. But that doesn't fully describe Christ's insight into Advent for us. For Jesus even wants to use donkeys like you to bring the gospel to others. He would even have you invite others into his presence for they also are to join in the never-ending procession that surrounds the one who comes riding to us in such humble ways. That's God's insight into Advent. That's the donkey way. Yet we, in our sinfulness, often forget about our Lord's way of doing things. When that happens, we easily become seduced and disappointed. For Jesus won't change his ways to satisfy our sinful wants. He refuses to unleash his power and might to overthrow our enemies. That will happen on the last day when he will come in glory and all majesty and splendor. But when we forget these things, when we feel let down that our Lord Jesus doesn't come and smash our every sinful urge, quiet our every fear, or heal our every disease, we pray wanting a powerful warrior, an impressive war horse. Instead, we get a simple rabbi riding on a donkey. We want God to destroy what's troubling us in our lives. We want immediate deliverance. Instead, we still must battle our addicting sins. We want the glory, not the way of the cross. But Jesus will come to us in no other way. That's God's insight into Advent. Behold, your king comes to you. He comes to you in the ways the world will seem as powerless and unimpressive. For the donkey was not the ride of a king. It was the ride of a slave. Jesus entered into Jerusalem in humility for the same reason he was born in humility. He came to serve not to be served. He came to give his life as a ransom for many. That is God's insight into Advent. Jesus still comes to you the way of the donkey in loneliness and humility. He still comes to take, you, take from you, you your sin, your death, and your hell, and in exchange give you his righteousness. That's why even this morning, and the song has never been stopped, we will cry out Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord so if christ's church is to be about donkey business then we have no time really for monkey business behold your king behold means to close your eyes and open your ears christ confronts and challenges what our eyes want to see we want an impressive god who dazzles with flash and fireworks but jesus says no i will only come to you the way of the donkey Jesus says we walk by faith and not by sight, for faith is the reality of what is hoped for and the proof of what is not seen. And what does faith delight in and behold? It sees our king who comes to us on the way of a donkey. Christ isn't finished forming us. For he doesn't only want us to recognize him in his humility, he also wants us to grow in faith. He wants us to take up our cross and follow him. So it's time to put on the Lord Jesus, it's time to us to be his donkeys by letting him direct and move us. It's time to stop feeding our sinful flesh and its evil passions and that is why we prayed, stir up your power O Lord and come that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. That's not the way we would choose, but it's his way and it's his church. His mighty deliverance is the donkey way. Indeed, it's donkey business until he calls us home to all eternity. This first Sunday in Advent gives us God's eternal insight. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith to Christ Jesus, to life everlasting. Amen.
0: Let us pray for the whole Church of God and Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Gracious Lord, sustain your saints to the end as we enter another church year. Encourage the preachers of your word and all who hear that the testimony about Christ may be confirmed among us as we wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. Give boldness and faithfulness to Matthew, our Synod President, John, our District President, Alan, our Circuit Visitor, and all pastors in Christ. Renew the faith and quicken the love of all Christians, that we may be enriched in all speech and knowledge. We thank you for Cindy's work as our early child care aide, and also for the faithful service of Christy Smith, our third-grade teacher these past several years. Continue to bless her in her future endeavors. Finally, we ask your blessing on those preparing for church work vocations, including Ruth, James, Luke, and Harvey. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. Heavenly Father, grant your blessing to all marriages and keep all husbands and wives faithful to each other. Guide them as they care for the children entrusted to them. Bestow your loving care upon all children who have suffered abuse or neglect as well as upon All who open their homes to children in foster care. We also thank you this day for Dane's baptism into Christ in the late service. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, behold our nation and its leaders and protect our armed forces, taking them under your care and blessing. We also thank you for Robert Holt's service as he retires, and we ask your continued blessing to him. Lord, in your mercy. Visit us in your compassion, O Lord, deliver the sick from their infirmity, the troubled from their afflictions, the grieving from their sorrow, and the dying from their fear, including Carter and Owen Eisner, premature uh, newborn twins of Trenton and Julia who are in ICU, Emily Moore who is ill, Ray who is hospitalized, Pat in rehabilitation, the victims of war in the Middle East and Ukraine, Carla recovering after surgery, Nanette recovering after knee surgery, Sharon recovering after brain surgery, Brad awaiting a kidney transplant, Re- Renee recovering after surgery, Bart for continued management of his illness, Charles, Carl, Emmy, Tim, Benjamin, Bernadette, Sue, Jennifer, Sharon, Doris, Timothy, Ronald, John, and Mary, all in treatment for cancer, Dorothy in hospice care, And for the families of Kikue Voss, Ken Kaiser, and Marilyn Leclaire, who we remember today, may all who cry to you receive grace and healing according to your will, along with your comfort and peace, Lord, in your mercy. Merciful Lord, your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, entered Jerusalem to shouts and cheers of joy. Grant that we may be stirred by the Word and sacraments to rejoice anew, now and at His second advent. Lord, in your mercy, in your gracious Father, you have made us glad to enter your to your presence to hear the good news of our Savior and receive your gifts. Preserve your church against all her enemies and lead us to walk in your ways, to follow your paths. That when Jesus returns in his glory, we may welcome him with glad hosannas. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated for the offering and for the signing of the Friendship Register.
3: and salutary, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, whose wage John the Baptist prepared, proclaiming him the promised Messiah, the very Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. And calling sinners to repentance, that they might escape from the wrath to be revealed when he comes again in glory. Therefore with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying,
1: and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us to do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers. Deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat. THIS IS MY BODY, WHICH IS GIVEN FOR YOU, THIS DO IN REMEMBRANCE OF ME. IN THE SAME WAY ALSO HE TOOK THE CUP AFTER SUPPER, AND WHEN HE GIVEN THANKS, HE GAVE IT TO THEM, SAYING, DRINK OF IT, ALL OF YOU. THIS CUP IS THE NEW TESTAMENT IN MY BLOOD, WHICH IS SHED FOR YOU FOR THE FORGIVENESS OF SINS. THIS DO AS OFTEN AS YOU DRINK IT IN REMEMBRANCE OF ME. THE PEACE OF THE LORD BE WITH YOU
3: ALWAYS.
0: Let us pray. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, you have given us a foretaste of the feast to come and the Holy Supper of your Son's body and blood. Keep us firm in the true faith throughout our days of pilgrimage, that on the day of his coming we may, together with all your saints, celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
3: The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.